Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, where we will bring you some of the most interesting interviews and features from the world of tech. Visit irishtechnews.ie and check out our podcast section to explore all of our previous episodes. You can subscribe to our podcast using whatever your favorite app or service is by visiting anchor.fm forward slash irish tech news. Today's Irish Tech News Podcast is presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. And you can follow me on Twitter at TECDR. And now, a word from our sponsor, Agora Pulse. We know how hard it is to juggle all the things in your business. Accounts, meetings, the never-ending inbox. That's why we've teamed up with Agora Pulse to give you more than five hours back a week when it comes to managing your social media marketing. No complicated Excel docs, long emails, or millions of open tabs. Simply manage all your social media channels in one place. Go to www.agorapulse.com forward slash Irish Tech News to get one month free. Now all you have to do is figure out how you want to spend those spare five hours. Hi, welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast. Today I'm talking with Luke Tracy, one of the co-founders of Coding School. How are you doing, Luke? Hi, how are you doing? Good morning. Right, Luke, we'll start off with, let us know a bit about your background. Well, yeah, so... um just to say, I'm, uh, this is, I'm the general manager of the Dublin Coding School and also the, the company secretary. Um, so a bit of my background, I'm uh, from Dunleary, uh, Sandy Cove, <laughs> based here in lockdown like everybody else. Um, but I've actually, um, in my early 20s, I, I went to the UK and spent about 15 years in London working in um, media publishing um, and maybe the highlight relevant to this there was as the managing director of a AI and IoT and tech focused business, which was publishing and also uh, doing research in that area. Um, I did a degree in English and history and a master's, but then I did a, an MBA in London in Imperial College. And um, since then, I have been a bit of a glutton for punishment, gone back and studied artificial intelligence at MIT um, part time and also uh, digital strategies in Oxford. So um, that's kind of who I am. Um, and now we're here launching the Dublin Coding School um, this month. <laughs> wow, so uh, how, did, how did the Dublin Coding School start? Well, I mean, we do have, um, we're, not, we're not a complete startup. We're, we're new in Ireland, but we have um, three other schools across Europe in other EU uh, cities. Um, We've been running for the last five years. We have maybe 5,000 graduates there. So we're bringing a, a model, uh, which I'll talk about maybe a bit later, to Ireland. But actually, why Ireland and why Dublin is a, is a good question. And we, we did a bit of research in, in, into it before we, uh, before we launched. So look, there's a big picture here, which is, you know, and I'm sure you've talked about it in your podcast before and written about it, that the world of work has really changed. Um, and that's, you know, as in sectors, but also in terms of individual jobs um, and, and the people doing those jobs and also then what companies are looking for and who they're looking to hire now. So, you know, if you look at, say, something as simple as the banking sector, for instance, 20 years ago, you know, when I was setting off for London, banks, you know, it was paper money that you lodged them. Banks engaged with customers over the phone and over the counter. But it, now you look at it and banks have, it's, it's all digital apps. If you go on to um, LinkedIn and look at the types of people banks are hiring now, they're looking for data analysts. They're looking for people who are, can do web development. They're, they're digital businesses in a way. Yeah. Um, and yeah. people engage with, with banks online. 
Um, if you look at something like like retail, look how, how that's changed. It's it's online, it's apps. Even if you look into a, a supermarket, um, you won't know this as a consumer. A lot of people won't. But there are sensors on all of these of, of the shelves, and they are tracking when items are being taken out. And that data is fed back of when to stack the shelves, which products are being sold more uh, or less. And behind that are staff they need in data analysis, web development, QA testing to, to manage all of these systems. Now, of course, those <laughs> those jobs weren't there 20 years ago, but they're certainly here now behind the scenes. So we've, that's on the you know sector wide. And then if you look at the individual jobs people are doing, um, I mean, th there's a raft of people maybe who are getting left behind uh, by digitization, yeah. where 20 years ago you didn't need those skills. So I was maybe just going to look at the role of a marketer, where mm -hmm. the skills a marketer would need in the old days are copywriting, creativity, you know, understanding brand, maybe a bit of design, and those types of things. Now you're looking at hard digital skills. You know, um, there's the duopoly of Google and Facebook. You know, can you manage those campaigns? Can you analyze the data? Can you segment data technically? All of those hard skills now go into a marketing job. You know, and if you were to get into the DeLorean in 1985 and put a marketer into it and bring them now until back to the future, would they be able to do the job now? Probably not. The best marketer in the world might be able to do. They, they, they need those hard skills now to be hard when you look at the, you know, what the job specifications are. Yeah. So we've, we've really seen the world of work change. And we, we, we that, that's, you know, that's one of the reasons why we're, we're launching this. Then if you look at Ireland itself, um, it's we're the second largest exporter of IT services in the world, mainly because of the inward investment from American tech companies. Um, we've looked at it, there's on average 900 software companies here, 24,000 staff. But if you look at the government statistics office, are saying that by 2022, there'll be a skills gap of 146,000 jobs that will need to be filled by technical workers in areas like coding data analysis, artificial intelligence, cybersecurity, and um, that will need to be filled. So that's that, that's a bit of a skills gap. So looking at that skills gap, that's another reason why. Yeah, because I, yeah, I, can, I can imagine right now that when you're trying to uh, fill those gaps, right now in normally these kind of jobs, when somebody who's got a basically high level qualification to, to do it, whereas you probably found a way, you know, it's, well, actually what the skill requires is only X, Y, and Z. And we can make sure they've got X, Y, and Z to do this, and they don't need anything extra. Yeah, well, that's a good point. And what it brings us to the, maybe the, the types of people we're, we're looking at. The school is for adults who want to change their job. Or maybe they, they're, they're out of work because of COVID, because COVID is, is, you know, is here as well. It's maybe a time for people to reset. But it's people who are looking to change their jobs. Now, obviously, if anyone registered, to our courses they're allowed to come on but we're not targeting the student market we're not looking for 18 to 22 year olds who are coming in you know to learn us you know uh, uh, to learn a new skill we're, we're targeting adults looking to change their careers so maybe it's somebody who's had two to three jobs already and they can see which way the wind is blowing and they say i want to get into this this area of tech maybe it's someone who's been working in hospitality and now needs a reset because of covid and they think look there's a lot of jobs in maybe something like data analytics maybe i'll try that so all of our courses are designed with the jobs market in mind in our other schools and here we track you know what types of jobs are actually on the market and then we design the courses around those jobs yeah um, and 
it's it's maybe a point to say here as well that the course leaders are not academics. They will they are um, industry professionals working in the field. So for our data analytics course, we have um, you know people working at some of the major online retailers uh, as as a course leader. We've got another person who's worked and is working at you know one of the largest social media companies on the planet. I'm not going to name the brands here, but you can probably work them out. Yeah. And then we have other lecturers from the banking sector. Um, and so, so the lecturers, the, the idea is learn how to do a job from the person actually doing it already. Um, and the courses are short. They're two and a half months uh, on average to three months um, in length. And, and, and the reason for that is um, we're not trying to compete with universities. We, we feel that somebody trying to change their job who maybe has a child or family or the, the, the pressure to, to do it quickly is there to get an income for your family. You might have three years to take out to take a punt on a degree. You mightn't have nine to ten months to take out to take a punt on a diploma, but you probably could do two to three months at night to learn a new skill to then try and find the new job. And I'll get to finding the new job maybe a bit later because it's something we help with. Um, and I know a lot of people then say, whoa, hang on, two months to learn how to be a web developer or a data analyst or a QA tester is way too short. What we do is we give what's called a second chance. So imagine you're, you're someone who says, right, I want to be a data analyst. I've realized that a lot of companies now work with data. So you do the course, it's two and a half months, two months, and you're finished. You then think, hmm, you know what, some of that didn't sink in. We give you what's called a second chance. So within one calendar year, you can re-register and just sit the course again. You more than likely have another a, a different lecturer yeah. and set of changes. And you sit it again, so you do it twice. Um, and that's of no extra cost. So when you, when you book on, you get two chances to do the course over a year. I think we're the only people who, who actually do that. And um, I'm guessing as well that when, you, when you're doing these kind of courses, planning them, you're actually talking to the companies themselves, like maybe IBM or somebody else, or maybe companies like, like uh, Google or, or anything else, and you're asking them, we're doing these courses. What do you think our courses should, should entail? So when someone leaves the course, they can, they, can, they can work for maybe you guys. What are you looking for? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. So and it, it, the, the, the content we have, we're continually updating, but we, we design it with hiring companies, with partner companies who we're researching with. So it's about what do you actually need? Because the, the courses are all about finding, you know, about finding a career at the end. They're, they're, they're must-haves, not nice-to-haves. And also the courses, the material is written by the, the lecturers themselves who are working in these, in these brands. Um, so you're quite right. Um, that kind of brings me on to... Um, the, the career center. So we are a coding school and we offer those courses, but we also have what we call a career center, which has career guidance counselors working in it. And the career center is partnership with brands. Maybe it'd be a good idea if I sort of tell you how that works. Yeah. So if you, a student who wanted to do a course, you had registered your interest or whatever, we wouldn't just book you on straight away. What we want to do is have a consultation with you to find out why are you doing this? What are you looking for? What's your background? You know, how does that tie into this? Because some, sometimes going for a new career is about telling a story. And then, you know, once you've had that chat with us and you, you're, you're comfortable, you book onto the course. Imagine it's data analytics for argument's sake. Once the course is finished, you then go back to the career center. You've got a portfolio of work built up on the course. And you then uh, have a consultation where we will help you write your CV to a standard. We'll help you manage your online presence. So LinkedIn, GitHub, those types of things. And then we'll also perform mock interviews with you to get you ready for roles. 
And then what we'll do is we will get your CV out to our partner companies. Now, we partner with companies. Um, the way a partnership works is they agree to let us know when they have roles in these areas coming up. And then we agree to send over our graduates. So we get your foot in the door. We can't guarantee you'll be called for interview, but we can guarantee that we'll get your CV out there um, to hiring managers, HR managers, and you won't have to do it yourself because there's nothing more frustrating, is there, than, and I'm sure a lot of people listening will know, sending your CV in over LinkedIn or wherever it is, and you, it's probably being read by some AI robot scanning it for keywords and then <laughs> throwing you out the back That's door. So, yeah, and, and we try to, to get you in the front and get you, get you those interviews. And um, we're putting those partnerships in place in Ireland already. We've got some great partners. But across Europe, um, we have big partnerships, you know, with people like Tele2, IBM, Danske Bank, where we have been placing students. So, you know, it is something that we have done and, and we know works. Because yeah, I know in the past, like, if suddenly you applied for a job on Google, before they meet a real person and goes through an AI algorithm to look for certain keywords. Now, the problem is you can be the right person for the job, but because that keyword isn't on your CV, that's it. You're not going to get an interview. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, and that's part of the thing where we where we help people with their with their CVs as well. You know, that's part of the the writing their their CV. So we, I mean, it's a, it, we, we we don't like to leave our students behind. That's really why we have the career center. Yeah. I think you know you can book yeah. on to a lot of courses these days, and you know it goes on your CV. That's great, and you kind of move on. Whereas we. We stay in contact with students sometimes for months afterwards where we're, we're, we're trying to help them out. They might get in touch saying, you know, I'm out of work again. Can you, can, do you guys, can you guys help us? And we'll say, okay, look, we'll, we'll put that CV out. So, you know, part of our ethos is to be friendly and to be yeah. nice and also to be to kind of max out on customer service because, you know, we are a lean company. We're small. So the way we can, we can, we can really, our, our edge really is in our, our customer service. And, and, and our network. And for me, I guess, if you're offering these courses, in the end, no one's getting jobs from the courses, you're not going to be able to last long because everyone will know, why would, why would I go and, and do courses at Dublin Coding School when I know it won't get me a job? Well, that's exactly right, and, that, and, and, and that's a great point. We are completely focused on the jobs market, so, um, I mean, maybe it's a good chance now maybe to tell you about some of our courses. So I've, I've mentioned some of them there. So, so data analytics is a key one and that's you know learning the languages of data analytics without boring you with some of the more technical things here but you know it's looking at sql extracting data tableau python you know how to visualize data and you know how to present it back and then real life case studies of if you were in that job you know what's it like uh, you know a manager is going to say to you can you find me <laughs> this type of data and you've got to go and get it and bring it back and yeah. present it Part of the course is then about presenting technical things to non-technical managers. So the, 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 there's data analytics is one of the ones we have. We have full stack web development is the other one. Uh, QA testing. So the, 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 those three courses and manual testing, four courses, sorry, are aimed at people being hired in those jobs. And we've, we've seen that Ireland at the moment, that, that, that those jobs are out there. People are advertising for those roles. Mm -hmm. There's another course actually that we're launching, which is a bit different, and it's the basics of coding. Now, that one, obviously, anyone can do it, but a, a type of uh, person that we, we're targeting that at are people working in sales or customer success in tech firms. So it could be somewhere, you know, uh, maybe I won't name the brands, but if you're someone who's working in tech 
but you're in a non-technical role, but you want to have the language, the basics of it, you would maybe come to that course and then it would help you in your career dealing with technical people. So um, that, that was maybe one course that's a bit different. Um, I remember when I was in London, I also ran an oil and gas uh, publication and events and training business. And our most, most successful course was actually drilling for non-drilling, which was um, oil and gas executives coming in, learning from a, a grisly old drilling manager from Texas, the basics of, of how to drill an oil, oil well. Um, for you know executives that don't do that but have to manage a drilling manager. So I suppose the basics of coding can be a bit like that for um, for staff uh, in tech companies. Well, for me, Although, yeah, sorry, for me years ago, I did a I did a webmaster course twenty years ago in web development, and all it was 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 HTML and we did a bit of Flash. Now, if that course was been run today, it wouldn't be run because a lot of websites now are either done via web space or, or, or WordPress. So you'd actually be doing a course on that. And then if it was a, a, a thing where you're doing HTML, that'd be the front end and back end would be something else. And that's what I need for a big, huge multinational companies, like for example, the Sony's of this world to have a back end database, front end would be HTML. But back when I was doing it, that wasn't the case. It is now. So I've been out looking at if you're doing web development, I'm thinking, okay, forget about HTML. What you need to know is, is Squarespace or WordPress, because that's how it's been done most of nowadays. Yeah, that's it. And, 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 you know, languages change, things come in and out. And, and then also, uh, you know, sometimes there's a mismatch from where uh, courses in academia are with what language they're training. And then also what companies are using, you know. And that's, that's also the benefit of having the, the lecturers coming from industry and being actively actively working there now because we're, we're always have our ears to the ground of, of what's happening uh, for you know, in the real world, I suppose, and by the real world, I mean there is technical people working in companies, you know, having to, have, you know, having to manage their careers in the field and, and, and feeding back to us what you need. Um, so maybe that brings me on to sort of future courses. And um, we, 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 we will be launching more courses. I mean, I mentioned those those first initial ones in Dublin, um, but we've we've had courses over in Europe on, on things like blockchain. We're looking into one now in, in cybersecurity, possibly data protection, because we see that there are roles in companies that are becoming more prominent. And we also then have short courses in individual languages. So that might be if you're working somewhere already and you say, look, this, I, I need to learn about Python, for instance. Something's come up. Or I'm a manual tester. I need to learn about automation testing or an element of it. You can then log in for that um, for that course. By the way, there, 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 there is another thing. Uh, the, the course is... Um, they only have 12 students in them. I know some schools, um, I know we spoke before the podcast, actually, you mentioned you did courses a few years ago where there was, you had up to 30 students in the class. Well, see, what we, we've learned is we only want 12 because once it goes over that, there's too many questions maybe and also that the lecturer can't pace it right yeah. if a couple of people start lagging behind. So we only want 12 and if we have over 12 book, we just run two separate courses and we have two lecturers do it. Um, so that, 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 that's how we do that. They're delivered online, by the way, yeah. um, at the moment, obviously, with the pandemic. But we will be opening a facility, um, touch wood, you know, um, it, it, when it's safe, possibly next year, later in the year. I might be optimistic, you know, I'm not, I mean, we're all, <laughs> we're all checking the news daily about COVID, aren't we? But we have facilities in other countries, and that's the way we do it. But we'll all, all, always offer the online um, solution. So if you're a student booking on, We'll ask you, do you want to do this online? Do you want to do it in the classroom? Once 12 people check, click the classroom, 
that's your classroom course that runs in the classroom that's in our facility in Dublin 12 people they might do it online they'll they'll do it online so it's really up to the students and then the lecturers on that I guess basically uh, depends on, on uh, where they're, they're based location wise because if you've got somebody who's based say someone's based in North Dublin like Swords getting into the centre might be hard so they could do it online yep. Correct, yeah. Or, or even think about this, if they're based out in Connemara and Carrow or in Skibbereen yeah. or if they're based, in, you know, if they're be, da, down in Cork or, or anywhere for that matter in, in Ireland, um, you know, or, or even outside of Ireland, but really we're looking at people in Ireland, um, yeah, they do it online. The facility we're looking at, we, we're looking at around central Dublin, yeah, and possibly south Dublin, but really central Dublin with the transport connections. Yeah, because when I was yeah. in college years ago, one of my colleagues in my class was from Galway. She yep. had to get the bus back every night uh, back to Galway. That's bus back from Bus Aires. Luckily, Bus Aires was a vagrant walkway from the college. And at times when we were doing a great project work, I told her, don't go back to Galway. I've got a spare, spare room. You know, I live eight walk from the college. Stay in my place and you can go in the next day and we can get things done. It'd be better for you, better for us doing group work. But at times, you're going to have a snow. That's going to happen. And... Uh, Having to travel back a long distance isn't great and isn't good for the student and also cost build-up, etc. No, you're, you're absolutely right. And, I mean, I think the, the, the whole world is looking at this now, aren't they, about commutes, travel time. Yeah. Um, I, I even read a piece uh, yesterday, was it, or the day before, on the FT, where one of their journalists was saying, I don't know, a place that they were almost uh, dreading going back to the office and the commute, you know, that they'd got used to this, this yeah. other way of working. So, yeah, it's inter it will be very interesting to see once we have the facility um, in the future, whenever that might be, what the take-up will be versus live versus online. Because, obviously, we're a, we'll be a, we're a proactive and reactive business. We, we will obviously react to that. But it'll be interesting to see what the, what the, uh, the take-up is like if people are preferring live or online once, once uh, I guess you know, God willing, the where they're based and where you're based as well. So it was easy to, to commute to. There won't be an issue doing that. But if it's yep. not, then if they're going to be stuck an hour in traffic plus getting to where, getting to you guys, what's the point? And they're already at home yep. remote working. That's great. I, I don't believe my desk. I can go. I can just go and 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 uh, time takes to commute to it. I can go and cook some dinner, and then have that, yep. and That's then come right. back in and, and I'm good to go. That's right. Yeah. And oh, by the way, just to mention, when they are doing it online, we we don't send out. Um, I mean, I'm doing. We don't send out pre-recorded lectures um, or videotapes or, 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 I mean, you'll and just notes to read and count that as the hours. All the courses, when they're online or live, every hour is with a lecture. Yeah. And it's, we use the kind of 80-20 rule where it's 80% theory, then, it, no, sorry, 20% theory, and then we're 80% practical. So you're, you're working with the lecturer on things like a coding project or, you know, in whatever language it might be. So... Every hour is live. You don't sort of click on and out to a video. So when it's on, it's on, and you, you, you have your full attention. Well, for me, we usually two or three evenings me, a week, three Years ago, when I, when, you, when I was in college, uh, basically, you were told what to do. And that's it. Once you left college and you got your qualification, everything yeah. you've learned at the window, you're starting to get from crackers in, in the real world. And lecture, you thought it was not ac academic, academia and all that. That's great. But in the real world, it's done differently. Because the guys you have lecturing are guys who work in the real world, they know exactly how we should be focusing and what you, what you should do exactly. So you're not wasting time doing something and then told, oh, by the way, in the real world, 
what you learned in college, that's great for background info, but no, it's not done that way. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. I suppose it's hammering home that point of, it's. I mean, actually, it's, it's taking a leaf out of um, the B2B training world. And what yeah. I mean by that is, uh, I mean, back to maybe using the example of the, the oil and gas uh, training business I used to run, where we were providing training courses for oil and gas professionals from other oil and gas professionals. You know, they didn't want to learn from academics. They wanted to learn from other pros in their field. Yeah. And it's sort of bringing that field to the consumer market here. It's learn how to do the job from the person doing it, um, you know, really quickly with a second chance. Because if you want to change career, then with help um, from a career consultation center afterwards to try and get that role. So that's really what we're trying. Oh, by the way, I should mention, we have an option. Um, and these, I suppose... Uh, obviously, it costs a bit more for to, to to do this for our students, but there is an option to do the course one on one. So that's yeah. a you probably see yeah. on our website there'll be the courses, and you can click one on one tuition, and that's where uh, you can actually choose just to have the course, just you and one tutor, and you work through it in a time of your choosing. So we can block out the hours; it doesn't have to be with you know the three sessions a week for three hours. You can make it longer if you wish, but um, that's a special service where you book one to one tuition with. Uh, one of our tutors. Uh, is that extra cost or is that free? Oh, it's not. I don't know. It, it's it's a, it's a separate course. So if you were booking a course, you would book maybe data analytics. Yeah. 12, 11 other students because we have 12. Yeah. Or you might, if I want to sit this course just with me and one tutor and I want to do it not over two and a half months. I want to pace it myself. So it's bespoke training. Yeah. So we work with you to work that out. Um, you know. So yeah, that that's just something else we offer. That's good to know. And also, uh, basically, um, what are your future plans for uh, for coding school? Yeah, that's a good question. There, so we're we're um, we're always looking at new courses. I think I mentioned some are are, are in uh, in research around the cybersecurity area. You know, we'll have, we'll we'll only launch something once we're confident there's jobs in it. But um, so apart from new courses, we're also carrying out research with um, major European university, uh, and it's research on on how adults learn and a bit of the psychology behind changing your career after you've had maybe two to three jobs. And, and we're, we're really looking at that to feed it back into how our lecturers uh, lecture to the, to the students, because that's yeah. prim you know, yeah. primarily who they are, but also um, um, a little bit about, you know, to help people when they're actually choosing what to do. Um, you know, so we, we, we're, we're putting that study in. Another um, thing we're doing, we're going to be launching uh, events now obviously they're going to be online for the time being but and these aren't just sales pitch events you know where where someone like me stands up and says roll up roll up sign up to the course yeah. we, we're gonna have maybe talks on the areas like data analytics with maybe the lecturer or with an expert we bring in or one of our partner companies we're talking about you know web development where that's going so really just around the topics and having those meetups and then we also will be launching in it when we can, <laughs> when yeah. we can, a, a tech fair, a careers fair um, event, which we've launched in other countries to great success, uh, in other EU countries. Um, obviously, COVID put a stop to them, their annual events, sometimes running every six months. But we really want to get into that side of things as well. Um, you know, becoming a, a decent, becoming a hub, really, um, and contributing to our tech ecosystem, you know, putting on some events like that um, and bringing our partners in. Um, so that that's really where where we're going. And before, before we finish off, where can we go and find out more about your courses? What's your website? 
Yeah, so the website is dublincoding.ie. Uh, yeah. You can check it out there. Um, we're also on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And you just have to look up Dublin Coding School and you should find it. So we're kind of, we're on all the social channels, but uh, dublincoding.ie is, uh, is the website. And on there, you'll kind of find everything you need to know. Uh, and if, if, if you want to know more, feel free to, to call me, uh, Luke Tracy, or, or any of the team there, or pop us an email. All right, that's great. Thanks very much for that, Luke. Have a, have a great day. Thanks. Oh, yeah, great. And thank you very much for, for having, having us on. No problem. And now, a word from our sponsor, Agorapulse. We know how hard it is to juggle all the things in your business. Accounts, meetings, the never-ending inbox. That's why we've teamed up with Agorapulse to give you more than five hours back a week when it comes to managing your social media marketing. No complicated Excel docs, long emails, or millions of open tabs. Simply manage all your social media channels in one place. Go to www.agorapulse.com forward slash Irish Tech News to get one month free. Now all you have to do is figure out how you want to spend those spare five hours. Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore Tech News. On Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Irish Tech News. On LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash company forward slash Irish dash tech dash news. On Instagram, instagram.com forward slash Irish Tech News dot IE. And on TikTok, tiktok.com forward slash at Irish Tech News.